Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Unstoppable Leadership Podcast with our guest, Harnia Coley. And she is, if you need to find her, not if, go find her. Go to I believe I can dot. Okay, I keep on wanting to say .com, but it's, yeah, it's .uk. So click on the link down below. She is also the author of Open Doors, and it is absolutely amazing to have you on as a guest, Harnia. How are you doing? Let your let our guests know what you do, and we're going to dive right in. Oh, thank you so much, John, for having me on this amazing unstoppable leadership podcast i love the name absolutely brilliant thank you for having me and as you can tell by my accent i'm from manchester england it is four o'clock in the evening here and i'm a coach an author and a speaker I absolutely love that you put that you're a motivational speaker because i've had the awesomeness to be able to go speak in front of 600 people and when I've done that and I'm going like okay I want to do more (laughs) because it is so fun and it's even more fun when you can get on stage and it was in front of 600 teenagers by the way and to have them stand up I gave like little activities through because my speech was like 45 minutes and I was going like okay how are we going to keep these young people engaged Mm. because it's even hard for adults for 45 minutes (laughs) and I'm going like so I sprinkled in little activities and that is one reason unstoppable leadership became to be for the name because I had them stand up and at the end of my speech holler that they were unstoppable three times so can you imagine hearing 600 voices stand up and say that it is freaking awesome so I am enjoying to have you on a guest because I think a lot of people need to understand what a personal development leadership coach or a personal development coach is, what a motivational speaker is, because number one, and I'm going to throw this out there, we're not therapists. (laughs) (laughs) We, We can't help you in that realm, but what we can do is give you advice. So, Tanya, I'm going to let you take it from me. Well, you're right, Zoe. (laughs) We don't do that. We can give you some steps. And that's what we do. We give you some steps. We give you some hints, some tips. We give you accountability, that structure to help you get unstuck and to move forward. And I think that's really key for people to understand that. As being a coach, we love to help people. I don't know about you, Dawn, but I love to see that change and transformation in people's lives. When we can help them get from A to B, it's so exciting to be able to give you the tools and the strategies because we've been in a place where we felt stuck and I still get stuck, but I use my tools to be able to get out of that being stuck a lot quicker. <laughs> Definitely. And one of those tools, and we were talking about it behind the scenes a little bit before we popped on mm. is Les Brown. And I'm telling you what, ladies and gentlemen, if you have not listen to Les Brown, you are doing yourself a disservice. I highly recommend that you jump on, you listen to him. And if you feel called to 
go and be coached by Les because I'm telling you what, that man is a plethora of information. He has a ton of stories and it is just amazing to see the adversity that he came from mm. to do what he's doing now. And if you can't listen to Les Brown and make that connection, Lord help, you need to definitely come see come see us two ladies because there's you cannot help but make that connection. And to be able to meet him and be coached by him is a one in a million thing. So I thought I'd just throw that in yes. there. <laughs> yes, you're so right because when I was coached back in July, it was a seven-week program, and it's all about taking the action. We feel the fear, and we do it anyway. I wasn't, didn't know what to expect, and I did that in July, seven weeks under his leadership, his coaching, his training, and it was learning to make a greater impact with your voice and your story. And then who knew that eight weeks later, I'd be on his Facebook platform sharing my story of hope that other people can get unstuck and declare those positive affirmations, I am and I can. That was a powerful experience. Yes. And I am all about affirmations. What is your favorite affirmation to start your day off? I always want to know that whenever we get on that topic. Yes. I, when I get out of bed, well, sometimes I don't feel like getting out of bed, but when I eventually get out of that is, I can do this. I'm running into my day. I can do this. I've done it before. I can do it again. Because sometimes I don't find challenge something challenging. I often can put it off because I just don't know the steps, the strategies, how to work it out. So I think I'll leave it for later. But I wake up saying, I can. And guess what? We can do it. But it's the, our mindsets that tell us that we can't do it. And that's, what's, that's my statement for the morning. Definitely. And I think my morning, my favorite one morning is I have what I call three gratitude affirmations. And I'll just mm. say what I'm thankful for every single morning yeah. that I, before my feet even hit the floor, before I even <laughs> roll out of bed, I'm going like, yeah. I am grateful for mm. blah, 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 whatever it is. And it does set your tone for the day when you do yeah. affirmations. It really honestly does because you're, you are training your brain. And I think that's one of the things with coaching is we get our clients, we're helping them train their brain because yeah. you, your brain has to make new connections in mm. order for you to get out of that stuck place that you're in. And you're all right. I still get stuck sometimes. I'm going yeah. like it took, it took the current coach that I have and you know, we were talking and I had flip-flopped like three times. Yeah. I'm going like, he's going, all right, we, we need to really nail down. What is your one thing? Because that is the thing I am really good at. Ooh, shiny things. Ooh, another <laughs> shiny thing. Ooh, another shiny thing. And I just like want to gather all of this stuff up. Yeah. And, you know, just like mash it together. And it doesn't work that way, people. It really doesn't. Drives yourself battery is what it does. <laughs> and you're going like, okay, I 
I need to have a person and it's one of the reasons I love the current coach that I have because he keeps me on track. He's going like, okay, the one thing you're going to do, the one thing and the one thing only, no, nothing else. Do not deviate from it. And once you get yourself on that path and you stay on that one thing, you're less likely to deviate. And morning affirmations is part of it because Mm -hmm. you're retraining that brain. You're retraining your brain to stay on that one thing, that one path. And I know I'm not the only one that has that issue at all. So it's one of those things that is in our coaching tool belts that we have for our clients is, you know, give them that path and say, we're going to stick to this one thing. And so for you, when you have a client, what is your one thing that you do with them? What I call onboarding when you get them and you're sitting down, finding out exactly where they're wanting to go mm-hmm. what's that one thing that you do with every single client that you onboard that's a great question because i am about the action so i'm saying okay this is what you want to do but now we need to write down the productive action steps that you need to take in order to get you there because oftentimes a lot of non-productive activities and this is why we feel stuck this is why there's procrastination But if we write down the steps to get where we need to get to, that is when the transformation is going to take place. And that's when you're going to feel like, oh, this is what I need to do. And then you can then steer them in the right direction because this gives them the focus, the clarity in order to do what they need to do. Yeah. And I think that was one of the things that I struggled with. And it wasn't because the coaches weren't good. It was Mm. the squirrel or the shiny thing and to be able to sit down and go like okay this is what we are concentrating on and we're not going to deviate from it and once you get a client to that point Mm -hmm. like one of the clients that i've had in the past he was an older gentleman he's really really smart extremely smart But his issue was, is he didn't know when to not be so straightforward in an interview process. And a lot of people are going like, but I thought you're supposed to be honest. Yes, supposed to be honest, but you buffer the honesty a little bit. (laughs) And once you buffer the honesty a little bit, it's amazing how much better your next interviews go. And because he actually took the advice that I gave and said, look, this is, you know, you're giving your honest answers, but let's change those answers to this. Don't talk about your past. That was one of the biggest mistakes that he would do during an interview. And I know he's not the only one. So those of you who are listening, and I know this time during this pandemic, and all of that, I know a lot of people have lost their jobs and yeah. probably have lost jobs where you've not interviewed in ages. Don't ever bring up your past in interview, ever. <laughs> you do yeah. that, you're just sabotaging it really quick right off the rails. And mm-hmm. once we really sat down and got his interview techniques completed, he was able to move from a level one to a level 20, which is pretty pretty good because you're going from entry level to senior manager Mm -hmm. level 
and he already had the experience. So that was the only yeah. reason why we were able to move him so quickly within two weeks after my coaching with him, he was able to do that. So everybody don't think that that's the norm with me. You already have to have that experience. If you are starting at entry level and wanting to go to 20 without mm. having some of that experience, it'll be a little bit more challenging. Mm. I'm not going to say that you can't do it but it'll be a little bit more challenging. He just already had the work in. He just needed to know how to find finesse it just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think we're losing you a little bit, Tanya. You're freezing up. <laughs> oh, no. I hope we oh, I heard you a little bit. There you go. I'm, I'm, I'm back. Am I back? <laughs> yes, you're back. <laughs> the loveliness of technology and yeah. it can definitely Love freeze it. up on you. But what's one yeah. of the other things as we were talking about that? And let's let's dive a little bit into your book, Open Doors, because that sounds like there is definitely a story behind that book is why you wrote that book. So what is Open Doors about? Yeah. So this book, Open Doors, I tell you, it opened a lot of doors when I wrote it for many years to write this book. So there came a decisive moment in my life in December 2017. And I was listening to a preacher and he said, are you owning your future? And that me really made me am I really owning my future? I've been a lecturer for 15 years. I absolutely love what I do. Was I really owning my future? Rejection, lack of confidence, all those pain points. And it was always told, why don't you write a book on it to help others overcome too? And I thought, there's no one's going to want to read it. It's not interesting. My life's boring. But it's that negative committee in your mind telling you you can't do this. There's no way. Okay. But I always tell my clients, tell that negative committee in your mind to shut up and sit down. Not today. Okay. Not today. So I wrote my book 2018, January the 1st, six weeks later, the book was written. And then I had an email from Amazon when, about a couple of months later, best-selling author. And I thought, wow, imagine if I hadn't wrote my book if I didn't write it and it's all about those pain points and it's how you overcome and then it's got some motivational key some affirmations to help people because we can feel stuck my mom had me when she was 16 and was told to leave home her boyfriend left her but because of the determination that she had and that she instilled that in me that anything is possible like the podcast says you're unstoppable once you start to believe that and hold on to it, you are unstoppable. So I'm glad that I, and then I realized it's absolutely um, amazing what you can do when you believe that you are unstoppable. Definitely. And the open doors is people, you, a lot of people don't understand that there's people out there that have been through those struggles that you're going through that's why you have coaches like Tanya and I that are out there it's not mm. that we decided to hang up coaching singles and say ah oh, here we are trust me 
when you have a really good coach, ask them their personal story. If they haven't written a book, they probably yeah. should. And everybody, book writing is not that hard. The hardest thing for some of us, like for me, is sitting down and actually at the keyboard. So I use a speech notes app. Same thing that I use when I write my speeches because I abhor having to sit down and write every single day. Mm -hmm. But whenever you use that, it does make it easy. And to be able to do that in six weeks, that is freaking amazing. I know people that's been writing books now and they're eight, nine months in and not, and not even close to being done. So when you yeah. feel that yeah. calling, when you feel that flow, go for it. No, push everything else out of the way. Sit down. Give yourself some time to get it done and then once you're done you're just like ah and then do you like hard yeah. idea put it on amazon so did you self-publish by the way my first book i went through a publisher because i wanted to go through the processes of how do you do that and then me being curious i trained to be a now I have my own publishing company. My is available, and I self-published that one, and that's what I did. And it's a three six five motivational book, and it's just like affirmations to help you through this pandemic. To I released it April this year, and it's to help you with your mindset, your motivation to keep on moving forward. That is awesome. See, you know what? You get in the flow. And then you get yourself on going like, okay, I can do this. So I'm going to take it this direction. And yeah. that is the amazing, <laughs> that's the amazing part. And it's to be able to do that and give that to somebody. Mm -hmm. I'm, there is a lot of people out there. I mean, I'm a big person. I've got, I was actually cleaning up my office area yeah. because, <laughs> yes. And I was like, I actually found some books and I was going like, I had forgotten that I had started reading. It's called Secrets of a Millionaire Mind. <laughs> so do you think wow, this person. That's, that's <laughs> I've got something similar. Uh, getting rich. Getting rich. Yes. So to see that people, when you feel overwhelmed. And if you're wanting to write mm. a book, write it. If you want to be a coach, yeah. then coach. Because I guarantee you, these people, I mean, mm. you got like people like Wayne Dreyer. I mean, these people didn't start out their lives and say, I'm going to be an author. Now, there are, there is some people that probably mm. do start out their lives like that, but not very many. And mm. you don't realize the impact that you actually have on people when you write mm. a book. For me, I collect books like some people collect everything else. For me, I have a full bookcase yeah. full. And you now you have Audible, you have the electric, you know, you, you have, you can download books. And it's just yeah. a plethora of information out there. And it's like, and you're going like, but there's so many out there doing the same subject. I don't care. Do it anyway. All right. Do it exactly. anyway. Even when your voice shakes, do it anyway. Because there's going to be somebody out there that your book and your 
your stuff is going to resonate with always. Exactly. Always. You're so, you're so right. It's, you, people have got books in them and we don't want to take them to the grave with us. Whatever we have, let's not take it to the grave with us. Let, let us do it because I know a fear can cripple us from talking my book open doors, false evidence appearing real. Let's get rid of that illusion and also our mindsets. That that mindset has got a lot to answer for. And I tell you, we talk ourselves out of so many great things. And we know we can do it. But we listen to our mindset and we're the ones that's chairing the meeting in our minds. No, I can't do that. I don't have the right skills. No, I didn't go to college. It doesn't matter. Just do it because you're denying other people the right to hear your yeah it's um mindset is a huge thing and mindset is i i want to say the number one thing with coaching because when you have a client that's usually the first thing that you're fixing is the mindset and that's why you have the affirmations that's why you have the power poses the power words and that's why you have all of these techniques is because 99% of the time is it's a mindset thing I know everything that I have done in my life I've had to teach myself how to cut off that. And I love how you said the negative committee, because I always say the negative tape that we have running in our head, that negative yeah. committee, you know, they like to pipe up and tell you, oh, you're worthless. You can't do it. Or, you know, you suck at this. You can't do it. Or, you know, all of the things that we are mm -hmm. so hateful to ourselves. You know, we were talking about that yeah. the other day with another guest. And I'm going like, if we heard somebody else talk to somebody else the way we talk to ourselves, I guarantee oh. you it would probably turn into a fight because it's so we are so atrocious to ourselves. And if yeah. we actually mm. wrote down what we say to ourselves, I think we would stop because you're going yeah. like, I I don't want to talk to myself that way. And your body responds. Your brain will tell you just because you're saying that to yourself, your brain thinks that's for real. And so yeah. when you think of it that way, you can actually turn that around. Yes, most definitely. Because we have to. I say to my clients, reject and reject those negative words and then because statistics say that 87% of our self-talk is negative. So we really need to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And it's a continuative process. We have to keep on renewing our minds every time. Like we said this just before, getting up with those positive affirmations. Mike Williams said with the right mindset and the right skill set. All sorts of things can happen to bring your best stuff to the fore. But we have to work on our minds every single day. Yes, you do. And I think that's one reason why I love Dr. Joe Dispenza so much because in one of his books, he talks about, it's called Becoming Supernatural. And I know I've mentioned mm. his book quite a few times on my podcast. 
but I absolutely love his book and his work. And I will tell y'all, if you have not read Dr. Joe Dispenza, Becoming Supernatural, you need to. It is a little bit dry at the beginning, um, but mm. I'm, this man has an awesome story of how he healed himself when in reality, and he will tell you in his book because he is a practicing chiropractor. And he was in an extreme accident where it left him virtually paralyzed. And he said, if it would have been any other patient, he said, I would have recommended the surgeries. He said, but I knew that if I had those surgeries, I would not be able to fully function as a human again as I used to. Wow. And he took his mind and healed himself. Wow. Now, a lot of people are going to go like, uh, you know, you can't do that. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Your mind is that powerful. And once you get that message and once you understand of how of a powerful person you are, you can't be stopped. Mm. You honestly cannot be stopped once you realize in that you believe in yourself and that I believe I can you know, just like that little train. That's one reason whenever I seen your website, I believe I can. Mm. I'm going like, I always think of that little train. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly what I thought when I seen that. And I was like, that is freaking amazing. Yeah. So you're right. The, the power of the mind. It, we underestimate our mindsets. Les Brown, I don't know if you know his story, but for 27 years, he's been battling stage four cancer. And he's still fighting why his mindset, he's reprogrammed his mind, the way he thinks, the way he views things, what he does. He's not focusing on what he has, but he's focusing on where he's going and what he's called to do. And like we are called to do is make a change and transformation in people's lives and letting them know that they are unstoppable. And once you believe that, all sorts of things can take place when you start to believe that. But you're right. It's the first we have to believe it. We have to believe it. So getting up each morning, talking to yourself in the mirror and saying to yourself, I can do this. I am unstoppable. Because you might be the only sane conversation that you'll have with yourself. So you've got to keep saying to yourself and talking to yourself, you can do this. I have got this. And believing that. And what's another important thing is, who do you have around you? Who's in your circle? Who's your support network? Because there's a saying that says, let go or be dragged. Some yeah. things have to go. I'm telling you, it's just as simple as that. They have to go because they no longer serve you. They're dragging you through life. And you, you reflect back and you think, "How did I, I, I'm not even gone anywhere because you're holding on to things that no longer serve you. So you have to let some things let's let some things go which is very very important so i always ask that question to my client who's in your circle yes because that right there is extremely important because you brought up a really good point it your circle of influence influences you that's why it's called the circle of influence mm. it influences you on the daily and yeah. if you don't surround yourself with successful people and like-minded people, you're not going to be successful. 
And that was another thing that I learned in my journey. I was going like, I had to cut some people out of my life. And I started that way before I even started this coaching. Mm. And, you know, I done some drastic things. I actually moved across country to cut those people out of my life. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. But sometimes you got to do what you have to do in order to do that. So I'm not saying don't be drastic like I am and move across country to cut those people all your life. But you know what? If you feel called to do it, go for it. But once you cut those people out that are not serving with you, because a lot of people will say serving you. I say Mm. serving with you because it takes a community. It takes Mm. a community to change the world. And it does start with one person. Um, I know growing up, that's one of the things as kids, you know, when we listen to kids and they're going like, they just want to change the world. And of course, adults being the adults we are, tell them, oh, you can't do that because it takes more than one person. I'm here to tell you that one person can change the world. It starts with one. I mean, it literally starts with one. Are you going to be that one to help change the world? Mm -hmm. And you don't have to get on here and do podcast or write a book or be a coach. All you have to do is be that person to that one person that you know needs you. Yeah. That's, that is it, people, that if I can put any nugget out there today is be there to for someone, be that servant leader, be that unstoppable leader, because you don't have to do the things that Tanya and I are doing. You, you really mm-hmm. honestly don't have to, because everybody has a different calling. Yeah. You know, it took me a good couple of years to get where I'm at. You know, Mm. I didn't do this overnight Mm. and, you know, there was a lot of, you know, changes back and forth and, you know, and a lot of that was my mindset. It was changing my mindset to understand that I can help people. And one of the biggest things that a lot of people struggle with is imposter syndrome, Mm. you know, that uh, nobody's going to listen to me. Just like when you were talking about your book, you know, who's going to read my book, <laughs> you know, and I'm going like, well, who's going to listen to me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and we are so bad about the imposter syndrome. It affects everybody. I don't know of one person that it, it hasn't, mm. you know, even the Tony Robbins and the Les Browns, you know, the Mel Robbins, all of these people in our world that we listen to, we're going like, there's no way, but yes, there is because they started the same place that we started. We're all born and it just goes from there on what we're going to do. It's a process. And like we said, we we still go through these things, the self-sabotage and the negative talk, but we have tools now that we use and that's like our go-to now. Instead of having this pity party where no one's invited, we now go to the tools. That's our go-to. That's our modus operandi. We just do that now. We do it for a minute and then it's like, okay, let's shake it off. What do I need to do now? What do I need to do now? And that's really important is, yes, we do have our ups and our downs, but it's about the strategies and the tools that we need. And I like what you said about the process. We didn't just arrive. 
you know, it's a process. And Les Brown almost says, no test, no testimony. You can't just get from A to B just gliding through. I don't know who has just glided, who just arrived. There is a process and anything. But we have to go through things. We've got to grow through things to be able to then encourage others and to help people to say, you know what, I was once in a place like you were, and these are the tools that helped me. And why don't you use the tools? Because that may help you too. And like you said, we don't have to be a coach. We don't have to be an author. We don't have to be speaking to millions. And Just be who you are. Do what you came to do, whatever that is. Because leadership, like you mentioned, it's not about this authority, I'm the authority. It's about influence. Who are you influencing? Because if you're walking and you're a leader, and we're all leaders, we are all leaders, and we should have that influence. If we're looking behind and no one's following us, we're just going for a long walk. We need to evaluate ourselves and where we are making that influence and having that impact to transform people's lives. And this is what we've come to do. But you have to look at yourself of what have you come to do and get fear out of the way, step out of your comfort zone and just do what you came to do. That is awesome. And I always, since we're close to wrapping up, what is one last nugget to give our viewers? And this last one was pretty good. <laughs> I don't know if I can top it, though. I don't know if I can top it. <laughs> one last nugget. Oh, my goodness. Ralph Emerson said, the only person you are destined to become is the person you decide to be. Oh. That's it. Yes. I love that. I really do. I love that. That is sort of like Henry Ford's quote of whether you think you can or yeah. think you can't, you are correct. Yes. <laughs> and those are simple quotes, but when you really sit down and think about it, they get really complex really yes. quickly. Very <laughs> yes, good. Oh, very much so. Tarnia, I appreciate this. This has definitely been fun. And I definitely want to have you back on because people will find value on what we speak about. And those are the things that as we continue to grow and continue to help clients is definitely believe you can because you can and you are unstoppable. Tarnia, thank you for joining us today. I appreciate it. It's been fun. And thank you for having me, Dawn. And I've absolutely had a ball, a blast. So thank you. Thank you. And so until next time, people, as I always like to sign off, you are unstoppable whether you believe it or not. And you are the beacon of hope. Everyone have a good morning. We got another guest coming on in about another hour or so, I think. So we will be back on for a little while. And everybody have a good evening and good morning, depending on where you're at in the world. And if you want to listen to more episodes, we are on Anchor, Spotify, soon to be hopefully Amazon and we are also on YouTube and also on my personal and business page too as well. All right. 
everybody have a good one